listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. Bailing up to the nine-foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. This is Windy City Slam Wrestling Chicago style. Mike Pankow sitting here with me, Crystal Nudie, and uh, my friend. We've got a big guest coming on today. Last time we spoke to him, it was like dead center of the pandemic, and he was trying to figure out how to do a show, and uh, Steve Tortorello is going to be joining us on the program. Yeah, very excited about uh, Warrior Wrestling promoter, Principal Steve Tortorello from Marion Catholic High School. Uh, He did... Some great stuff last summer with his partner, Eric Hamilton, with the Stadium Series. They had so much success with it last year. They're bringing it back again this year. Uh, the show is in, on, on June 5th, the first of three. So we'll talk to Steve a bit about that in a little while. I saw some of Backlash. What did you think of it overall? Overall, uh, for the most part, solid show. Um, I know I have a little bit of a note toward the end. I'll just bring that up now. Goofiest match of the evening. Damian Priest defeats The Miz. It was a zombie lumberjack match. And I guess this was to coincide with Batista's new project, Army of the Dead. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, they started the whole thing off with it. I get it. He's got a, a movie to promote, but now we're now we're throwing this ridiculousness in. But then again, you know, in, in the end, it's a pay-per-view and you have to find something for everybody to do. And you're still unable to get people into the stands. I mean, you're, you're for the, for the wrestlers, it had to be like a little weird to get that taste of it at WrestleMania and then go back into doing a pay-per-view where it's just those screens all around them. Yep. So, I mean, I guess you're looking for entertainment any way you can get it. Yeah. Um, and on a side note, um, on a tangent for just one second, AEW just announced a little over a week ago, they're going to have full attendance at Daly's place in Jacksonville for double or nothing on May the 30th. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Hey, you know what? CDC says you're vaccinated. Go on out. Do your thing. I'm I'm totally fine with it, man. I'm I'm ready to rock. I'm ready to go. Tony Khan sticking his neck out. Yeah. I, it's, somebody has to do it first, you know? Yep. I mean, the White Sox just turned around and said they were going 60%. And I guarantee you that most of Major League Baseball, if not all, will be fully open by the beginning of July. Yep. At, at the latest, the All-Star break. They'll all come back with regularly fully open stadiums. Yeah, there's a lot of teams already leaning toward the 100%. Right. So, and that'll be the thing. Sports will lead us back. Yeah. Because right now, you still have people after they got that thing was you know where the CDC sat there and said, oh, you can just go out. You can take off your mask if you're unvaccinated. There's still people nervous to take it off. There's like a psychological thing behind it. Sports will bring it back because it'll be on TV. People get over the hump because they either go to a game, look around and realize, wait a minute, everybody else is doing it. I can do it now too. Or they'll watch it on TV. Wrestling will do that as well. I'm excited to see those things happening on my television set. Locally, what is going on here in and around Chicagoland? All right. Um, I just want to mention one other thing for WrestleMania Backlash before we turn to the local. I was very impressed with Cesaro. Uh, that main event slot against Roman Reigns for the WWE Universal Championship. He really, really gave it. I mean, this is a guy I think over the years has been overlooked, underpromoted, underutilized. He did an absolutely awesome job against Roman Reigns. He did pass out to Roman's submission, referee stoppage, but I think he's definitely earned more main event opportunities, more championship shots, and hopefully at some point 
if the Roman Reigns Express cools off a little bit, they give Cesaro a run with the championship. I would love to see it. I, I think he's a great wrestler who's never had an opportunity, mainly because it's just been hard to find that that gimmick for him. You know, they haven't been able to find that thing that gets him completely and totally over. And he isn't what Vince always wants mm-hmm. out there in the ring. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see where he goes going forward. All right, you want to talk local now? Yeah. All right. In and around Chicagoland, one event I want to touch upon real quick from over the weekend, Squared Circle Megastars at the Berwyn Eagles Club, Saturday, May 15th. They crowned several new champions on their card. The New Yorican that became this SCM heavyweight champion, the tag team of Youth Gone Wild, that's Matt Creed and Tom Heisman, they became the new SCM tag team champions, and Shaq Jordan is your new SCM mega champion. And turning the attention to this weekend's action, Friday night, May 21st, Chicago Style Wrestling is back with With a Vengeance at the American Legion Hall in Franklin Park. Now, this is the company I covered last month. They had an excellent show at Fort Inglorious Bastards, and now they have some follow-up to that show. The show sold out quickly, so if you don't know somebody, you're not getting in, but watch social media. They have some great matches. Um, Articulator Steve Kenton's uh, YouTube page sometimes posts some of the matches afterward as well, so some good stuff from Chicago-style wrestling coming up. Just a few of the matches already announced. Marche Rocket against Acid Jazz. Saban Gage against Hades X1X, and that's a chairs match. And CSW Metro champion Jake from Wrestling defends his title against Jax Johnson. And in a tag team grudge match, finally together again after some chicanery, after some back jumping, CSW tag team champions the Bruise Brothers are finally back together. Steve Boz and TJ Steele, they're taking on CNC Destruction. Cody James, and Chris Miller, and that will be for the titles. Also, real quick this weekend, AAW Pro presents another AAW Live taping at Villa Park on Saturday night, May 22nd. The first show will be live on Twitch, and they'll have subsequent shows on Saturdays on Twitch from that taping as well. And Golly Lucha Libre, who one of the busiest promotions in the Chicago area over the last few weeks, they have two more shows this weekend, uh, warming up to their anniversary show, Friday night, the 22nd in Villa Park, and then the anniversary show itself, Sunday, May 24th, at the Berwyn Eagles Club. Join us on the phone line right now from Warrior Wrestling. The man is one of the biggest promoters in the area, and then uh, as his side job, he runs a massive school. Uh, and we have out here <laughs> the principal of Marion Catholic and also the head of Warrior Wrestling, Steve Tortorello on the line. How are you, Steve? I am great, gentlemen. Thank you so much for inviting me today. It's always great to chat with you. Oh, thanks for coming on. Look, I, I want to ask you this question right off the bat because the last time we talked, I had to go look this up. <laughs> and we were right in the middle of like, what are we going to do for like school? And what are we going to do with mm-hmm. uh, wrestling? And how are we going to have shows? And how are you going to teach your students? And now like you've gotten through it. How does it feel right now to be at this point in May? You're planning shows, and I would imagine your kids, you're able to have more interaction with them at this point than you probably even imagined back at the beginning of this whole thing. Yeah, you know, it's been so interesting. It's evolved so much as we've been in it. it, it it's almost like, you know, if, if you do something gradually, 
day over day for a year. It doesn't seem as crazy as if you would have looked at it from a year before. So we've gradually gone from, you know, being afraid of our shadow as everybody's trying to be safe around the virus to figuring out what we can do safely to our whole staff getting vaccinated to a giant chunk of our juniors and seniors getting vaccinated. Sports came back this spring in a safe way. Um, it's not perfect by any means, but little by little, we've worked our way back to some semblance of normal. And we've got one week of class left and then finals week. And then this June, we start with wrestling shows with, with more people in, uh, in capacity. And it's not going to be quite normal yet, but I will tell you, it feels darn good to be able to like smell normal. Like you can smell normal cooking in the kitchen and you just can't wait till you can have that beautiful, normal pizza. Well, we were talking about the beginning of the show and, and Mike and I were pointing out you know, AEW now is going to start having uh, crowds at uh, their next pay-per-view. We saw what WrestleMania looked like. We see what's going on in the state of Illinois and even like sports teams. The Chicago White Sox are up to 60%. I told Mike, mm-hmm. I think sports will be the thing that actually brings people back because even after yeah. the CDC came out with their new mask guidance, people are nervous. They're not sure. What, yep. what is the norm? Yeah, I'm vaccinated. Are people going to look at me weird when I take this thing off? And I think sports and what we see on TV and when we go to events will be the thing that gets people used to being around each other again. And Warrior Wrestling is going to have a big part in that. Agreed. And I think really the key is going to be getting there with outdoor activities. So you mentioned the Cubs and the Sox, right? It, it, it's We know from the science, it's literally 90-something times safer to be outdoors than it is to be indoors because of the air return rate, etc. So I think it's going to start with baseball games, wrestling under the stars, street festivals, concerts outdoors. And I think that will get everybody more and more comfortable so that when we get to September and October when it gets cold again, I think that'll translate into people being more comfortable indoors. So I think the key is definitely outdoor events. And Steve, before we talk a little bit more about the stadium series, which is starting on June the 5th, three separate shows at Marion Catholic High School. We'll get to that in just a minute. I would like to mm-hmm. congratulate you on your engagement last October. Oh, thank you very much, Mike. I appreciate it. Yeah, so Maria and I got engaged on uh, Halloween Day, actually. It was, not, it was not Halloween-themed or related in any way, shape, or form. That just happened to be the morning that I could get everybody together for a big surprise for her in Grant Park. And uh, we're getting married this September. We booked a small wedding just because we didn't know at the time last October what it was going to look like for COVID. So we're excited to celebrate with family and friends and start a whole new chapter in life. Awesome. But the engagement wasn't anything like uh, GPA and Laney Luck or even uh, (laughs) Mike Strong and Vega Venom where they had in-ring engagements, which were really, really cool. No, it was not in ring, although it was in a place that was special to us, Grant Park, where we spent a good deal of time in quarantine as, you know, everything was shut down and and, uh, you couldn't go anywhere. We spent a lot of time walking through Grant Park a couple times a week, and that just became one of our spots. So just like the ring is important to some of those wrestlers, the park was important to us. So that was our wrestling ring. Yeah, very, very cool. Again, congratulations. And speaking of rings. Thank you, sir. uh, Other than engagement rings, we're talking about wrestling rings again. It's the Warrior Wrestling Stadium Series starting Saturday night, June the 5th. Three nights, one each in June, July, and August. Dave Matteo Field, is, which is where they play football at Marion Catholic High School. And it's a action-packed night as usual. Lucha wrestling, big man wrestling, women's wrestling, technical wrestling. A little bit of everything once again. Uh, talk a little bit about the main event, the War of Attrition match 
and this will crown the first ever Warrior Wrestling Lucha Championship. That's correct. So we have loved Lucha Libre from the start, and we've always felt like it was an important part of wrestling, and we wanted it in everything that we did at Warrior Wrestling. So actually, Warrior 1 through 8 all featured luchadors from Mexico, and sometimes in many matches. We thought that it's such an incredibly fun style of wrestling. If you're a non-fan, it's the kind of thing that you can watch and go, oh, I don't like wrestling, and you watch this and go, oh, this is fun. These guys are amazing. Um, so we always believed very much in Lucha Libre, and obviously during the pandemic, we weren't bringing anybody in from Mexico, so there was no travel. So the four shows we did outdoors last year had no luchadors, the exception of Daga came to one show, but he's stateside now. And so as we were brainstorming, Eric and I and some of our other friends backstage at Warrior, we're brainstorming our big return for 2021. We said, first and foremost, we want to make a statement that Lucha Libre is back. That it will, as long as there's no pandemic or reason not to have guys coming up to be part of the shows, it will always be part of Warrior. And so we talked about what could make that statement bold and tell people Lucha's not going away. And that's when we said, we're going to create a Lucha Libre championship. And we said, we're going to, we're going to put our stamp on it and it's going to be something that is a staple of our shows. And then the next natural part of that conversation is, well, how do we crown champions around here in our war of attrition match, the eight person match four on four, Losing team is eliminated. The winning team splits up into twos, two on two. The losing team is eliminated. The winning tag team goes one on one. And the person that survives is going to be crowned the first ever Warrior Wrestling Lucha Champion. We are th This match is going to be bonkers. If you've seen any combination of these guys in other matches around the country in the last six months or a year, they are all incredibly talented. And when you put them all in one ring and there's no roof, they're going to blow the sky. They're going to blow the stars off the place. And some of them actually have been on Warrior shows before. And let me just run down the eight names real quick. Gringo Loco from Chicago. We had Laredo Kid, Golden Dragon, Aramis, Arez, Canis Lupus, Dragon Bane, and Black Taurus. And few of those names we've seen on Warrior before. Plus, we have some new names as well. So it's a really, really good mix of talent that people are familiar with or maybe not so familiar with, but all can go. Really, really cool. Exactly. And there and there's different slight different variations on the style of lucha from guy to guy, but but all in all they can all move. And, and it's just, this is going to be a match that if you were taking notes on every move that happened, you just stop writing after three lines on your piece of college rule loose leaf paper because you'd be you couldn't follow it. This is going to be so much fun, and that is our hope. You know, we were talking a few minutes ago about sports and events and life getting back to normal. Our hope is that everybody walks out of the show, whether you're a diehard wrestling fan or a family from the neighborhood that just came in to see what it was about you walk away going wow that main event was fun that's what we're going for and speaking of main event you have other main event quality matches on this show too and a huge bit of news coming out of this show is kylie ray who we haven't seen wrestle in over six months she will be making her return to the pro wrestling ring defending the warrior wrestling women's championship against holly dead that should be really, really cool. And, and what's it like to, to be able to bring Kylie back into the spotlight? We're just happy for Kylie the human. You know, we've been in contact with her regularly since uh, she kind of fell out of the spotlight in last October. And, and, you know, our team knows her as a human being in addition to being a performer. And so from us, it was always just the standpoint of if she did want to make a return one day, of course, we welcome her with open arms. But if not, that's okay. Whatever was best for her as a person. And so we were thrilled in conversation with her when she said, guys, no, I, I want to come back. I'm ready. Let's do this. And we said, 
great. And so um, it's exciting to be able to reintroduce this incredible performer to the world, but it's also really exciting just as a human being to know that somebody that I consider a friend is doing really well and is happy and wants to enjoy the thing that they love. I am going to be watching that match uh, from the bleachers or wherever I'm walking with the biggest smile on my face as a Kylie Rae fan when she returns. I'm so much looking forward to that as well. In my interactions with her over the last couple of years, I always thought she was great. She's great with fans. Uh, she's just so good in the ring too. And I, I'm so happy for her that she found some ground where she can be happy and return to the ring. So big thumbs up there for Kylie. Uh, going on to another great match on this card, Warrior Wrestling Championship. The champion, Trey Miguel, who's now on his own as his Rascals mates are now MSK and they're the NXT Tag Team Champions, which is very, very cool. But Trey on his mm -hmm. own really stood out at the last Warrior show in September, became the champion by defeating Brian Pillman and Brian Cage in a triple threat. He defends the title against Mr. Tiger Style, Lee Moriarty. This should be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a first-time ever match between two guys whose skill sets probably will go together like hand and glove. They are both speed-based. They're both reversals and counters and quickness and explosiveness. They're both very, very intelligent Matt IQ wrestlers, and they are both at the top of their game right now. Lee Moriarty has been all around the world the last couple of years really honing his craft and becoming this generation's go-to indie wrestler for incredible matches and things that you you'd never think you'd see before. And, and Trey is the same way. You know, we, we feel very strongly that Trey Miguel is one of the top professional wrestlers in the world. He just hasn't had the right platform and the right opponents to show that. And the end of the stadium series last year was the beginning of this next chapter for, for Trey. And, and especially with, as you mentioned, Dez and Zach are now Wes and Nash in WWE. There is no unit anymore working actively. There's no rascals. It's just Trey. And now it's time for Trey to become that shining star that everybody knows he can and will be. And our, our discussions with Trey very candidly were, were uh, for the summer, line up the best, whoever you think are the best wrestlers in the world and send them at me. And that is what we're going to do. So we'll see if Lee Moriarty can shock the world and dethrone him right away, or if Trey rises to the occasion and, and begins to cement his name as one of the best. Should be a hell of a match. Um, another match that I am really looking forward to, a guy who I can kind of call a friend now. Uh, he's been on the show before. Um, I've gotten to know him over a bunch of these Warrior Wrestling shows, and I don't want to ruin his gimmick, he, but he's a really, really good guy. But in the ring, he's a badass heel, Sam Adonis. And he's taking on a guy who we have not seen yet in Warrior Wrestling and a guy I've been wanting to meet for a long time. Always ready, Matt Cardona, formerly known as Zack Ryder. Talk a little bit about how that match came together. Great question. So we are always looking for things that fit. Like I mentioned a moment ago with Trey and Lee, hand in glove with their styles. Cardona and Adonis are great characters. They are fully rounded performers. As you mentioned, you know, we don't want to take the shine off the rose too much, but Sam as a performer is a great antagonist. He is a great guy that gets under the, the nails and under the skin of the crowd, and the crowd loves to hate him and loves to boo him, and he can also really go in the ring. Matt Cardona is the opposite of that. He's probably the most likable guy in the world. Uh, you know, wrestling fans have adored him since at least 2011 when he broke out on his own and got himself over and became the innovator uh, on the 
use of Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and, and, and online merch sales and things like that. And so here you have a guy that people naturally want to boo and a guy that people naturally want to cheer. And, and we think there's going to be quite a bit of investment from the audience when these two are going at it. There's a handful of other matches where I'll, I'll touch upon real quick here. We've got Casey Navarro and Cole Radrick. Talk a little bit about that one. This is a match of the up-and-comers. These are guys that, you know, we watch a ton of indie wrestling. We watch a ton of wrestling um, on TV, etc. And these are guys that we think potentially have the spark to be something really, really special. Casey Navarro has worked with the likes of Phoenix and Brian Cage and others on AEW Dark and Elevation. Cole Radrick has torn it up in GCW. These are two guys that have all the tools. They've got the charisma. They've got the moves. They've got the expertise. And, and they're going to be big names going forward. And so we put them against each other and see who wants to grab the spotlight now. Impact Wrestling Knockouts Champion, and she successfully retained that title this past weekend, Diana Perrazzo against Ray Lynn. Yep, this is a, a mashup of two incredible female wrestlers who are strikers. This this is judo. This is taekwondo. This is going to be holds. It's going to be reversal. It's going to be kicks. It's going to be you know, punches and, and throws. We're really excited about this. We always try to, to set up a card where no match is exactly like another match on this card. And so even though there is another women's match in one of our main events with Kylie defending against Holiday, this is a very different style of women's wrestling match. And we're really excited to, to see what happens. I think the action here is going to be fantastic. If you're a Warrior fan, you know what Ray Lynn can do. And I think all wrestling fans know what Deanna Parasso can do. Here they're going to meet for the first time ever, and I think it's going to be pretty special. Very exciting match there. Uh, another match where it's a lot of local interest, a lot of local flavor. People have seen them in Black Label Pro, uh, and with one of the guys, you'll also see them in AAW and in Impact. It's Warhorse against Jake Something. These are two dudes who are just, as we've said on social media, 4,000 pounds of heavy metal meets a giant hunk of man meat. These are two locomotives who are just going to bust heads. And, and again, like Diana and like Ray Lynn, or like we talked about with Casey and Cole, they are each five tool players. They've got everything you need to be a megastar in the wrestling business, and each of them is gaining momentum. I think Warhorse has had a little bit of exposure on uh, AEW Dynamite last summer. Jake Something is beginning to get exposure as a singles wrestler on Impact. But just like Navarro and Radrick, I think this is the beginning, not the peak for either of these guys. So we expect a hard-hitting, fun match, and we expect a lot out of both these guys going forward. And the final match on the main card that has been announced to this point, two big hosses just getting in there and grinding. Former Windy City Slam podcast guest Beast Man will be making the trip in. He's taking on Congo Kong. That should be a lot of fun. If you are a fan of Godzilla versus King Kong, well, this is that live in front of you. Two mammoths, two behemoths just rumbling at one another and a collision that might knock down the darn bleachers. We are, we are really excited. Again, like everything else, there's no other match like this in the card. And this is a very specific, fun type of match that you're not going to see in every type of wrestling promotion. You know, this is not going to be the technical masterpiece that we expect out of Trey Miguel and Lee Moriarty. It is not going to be the flying that we expect out of Luchadors, but it is going to be two cannonballs cracking each other, and we'll see which one falls over first. 
Yeah, Beastman's a guy who was well north of the 400-pound mark, but he's really, really lost some weight. And even when he was at that 400-pound mark, a guy can move. He's flying around all over the place. Now with the, the decreased weight, he really should be able to move in there. So I'm really looking forward to the return of Beastman to Warrior Wrestling. Now, so we, you know, he impressed so much last year. Yeah, he had a couple of pretty darn good matches. Him and Rhino, very memorable mm-hmm. as well. Uh, one other thing before we get to a couple other things at the end here, Robert Ego Anthony, Frank the Clown, <laughs> originally announced to be on the show, but recently you guys came out and said on social media that they were unbooked. But here's my question to you. That does not mean they won't show up. I mean, they've proved in the past they have crashed your show. They attacked Jordan Cross. They attacked uh, Perfection Michael Pena, who was at ringside. They attacked... Wrestling with Unicorns, Martine, and, and this is all to get at um... Joey Janela. So yeah, we um, we we're not sure what what could uh, transpire with Frank and Rob, but I will tell you this: they do not have a match on the show. So we will we will see if that uh, if that sits well with them, and uh, maybe it's a nice quiet night. But you know, history tells me to be prepared for otherwise. Now, are they still welcome to come to the show, or are you guys going to keep them out through security? Well, you know, if they purchase a ticket like anyone else, they can sit wherever they'd like, but they will not be featured on the show, nor will they be given a microphone or a platform. Okay. It'll be interesting to see if they break some rules or they'll conform or they don't show up at all. Stay tuned, as they say. Now, before um, we turn to one or two other little things at the end, go ahead and promote the ticket information and social media for Warrior Wrestling. Absolutely. Thank you for the time. Uh, everything's available at warriorwrestling.net, the tickets uh, for the first show and the season pass for all three shows. We're really pushing the season pass, and we're actually running out of them. Um, the season pass allows you to see all three shows, June, July, and August. You get a VIP Fan Fest ticket to all three, a field ticket to all three, a Warrior Wrestling face mask, four posters, free parking, and you can bring more kids in for free. It's a $450 value for 300 bucks. so you save over 30% or roughly 30% of uh, what you'd spend if you did all that over the course of the summer. So go ahead and grab your tickets at warriorwrestling.net. You can follow us on socials at at warriorwrestling, no vowels in wrestling, W-R-S-T-L-N-G. That's on Twitter and face, and, excuse me, Instagram. And we're on Facebook as well. So the big show is Saturday, June 5th. Bell time is at 7. Fan Fest is 5 to 6.30. And there's usually a pre-show as well, as you guys have had the last several shows where you've had like, independent talent from the Chicago area as well as the Midwest come in and occasionally do some things. Trevor Outlaw was on there at one point. The, the Icon was on there. You, yeah, Garrison Creed did one of your shows. So you never know who you might get in that pre-show slot at Warrior Wrestling as well. Catch some great up-and-coming talent there. Yep, that's a bonus. So you come for the main show and you see some new guys that are, or girls that are going to be a big deal down the line. You and Eric, your best buddy, Eric Hamilton, who obviously you work with for Warrior Wrestling, you guys made the trek down to Tampa, and you were there night one when when there was a rain delay. And I Mm -hmm. went and tweeted out at Windy City Slam on Twitter that, boy, I'm sure they're probably sitting there talking to themselves like, man, we started this too (laughs) with the rain delays. We tend to be the trendsetters and everything, good or bad. But how was that experience being down there for WrestleMania with people? 
You know, it was wonderful. It really was. And just being in a stadium with so many people, I think it was done incredibly safely. So kudos to WWE and the city of Tampa. I thought everything was really well managed. But just being around others, being around that roar of, of wrestling coming back, being there for the pyro, being there for the entrances. You know, WWE is really, they're their best foot is theatricality and production. And when they put their best foot forward, it's really, really great. And so while, you know, I, as, a, as a jaded wrestling fan of the world, I would prefer a great indie match or a great New Japan match for my in-ring content. You can't beat WWE for production value and experience. And so it was just a really, really fun time. We got to run into Frank the Clown and Val Capone and a few other warrior friends and family uh, down there in the Tampa area. So that was pretty nice. But, you know, it was just at the heart of this, while we might be promoters and bookers and all those things, we're fans. We love this stuff. And so to be able to be there enjoying live wrestling with other people, it was really special. All right, Steve, thank you for your time. We, we know you're a busy man. You got a class to go teach. Thanks again for coming on, and we'll uh, look forward to seeing you in a few weeks. Thank you guys for the time, and as always, I cannot wait to share a wrestling event with you, so we'll talk to you soon.